Welcome to part two of this two-part episode of the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode 34. Without further ado, we'll go right back into our trip report. And I think we went across to Grand Bazaar shops. We did. Oh, we did check on um, Jean-Philippe to make sure that it was still there. It yeah, was, Jean but Philippe it was closed. is still there, so that was good because yeah. we were kind of worried because before mm-hmm. we left in December, they had a sign-up that oh, they told us they were going to have renovations for like a week or two, mm-hmm. and I was like, I hope they're coming back. Uh, but yeah, so they're they're there and they're fine, but they close at the time they close, which is unfortunate. Yeah, but we played a little bit of Wild Huskies. Right. Oh yeah, we played with Sunday. Yeah. And Sunday Sunday was nice to us and she, gave us some money for ice cream. For ice cream, so that was cool. We did good. We did good playing with Sunday. Sunday is our dog. She's a Siberian Husky. It's spelled S U N D A E, uh, like the ice cream. So every time we see Wild that that particular Wild Huskies machine at the Bellagio, which is always in the same spot yeah we were like let's go play with sunday for a while so we'll, we'll play that <laughs> that machine so we went across to the grand bazaar shops yep. we went to that turkish ice cream mm-hmm. place i was considering getting a euro or a slice of pizza or a slice of pizza because i was like hungry again but the turkish ice cream helped so yeah i was getting hungry a lot on this trip you really were yeah yeah so we got back to the room oh and then um I remember the Turkish ice cream being chewy for some reason. I don't know what that was about, because um, it definitely wasn't this time. I don't know if it was a different flavor that I got or what it was, but it was very tasty, so I recommend it. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we got to the room, yada, 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 and Dre's nightclub apparently left all their shit on outside <laughs> into the day club area where the pool is, and you know there wasn't anybody out there. They had their lights going, which is fine. But they left their speakers on outside because they didn't kill the amp. And so it was just, it was very loud. But what made it worse, and it wasn't the music. I think I yeah. was tired enough. I would have fallen asleep with the music. It was the DJs who were screaming over the music so that the crowd can hear them who have no skill with DJing because what you do is you duck the music behind you, which is what happens when you pan down the volume and you speak. Now, you can speak loudly to get the crowd excited, but you don't have to scream over the music without turning it down. That's the part that kept pissing me off. So it's just like very loud. Make some noise! <sighs> no one left with hearing that night, I'm no. almost sure. And no. it was it was that loud in our room yeah. that I wouldn't... Oh, my goodness. So it was <sighs> like... if it, it was just... Yeah. It just annoyed the fuck out of me. I sent out a tweet saying, he hey, guys... Did. It's almost two in the morning. You left your sound system on outside. Can you turn it down? We know we're trying to get some sleep. And then you get your wise asses on Twitter, like yeah. Alistair. Goes, oh, if you're going to bed at 2 a.m. in <laughs> Vegas, you're doing Vegas wrong. And it's like hour 2 a.m. is the afternoon for you. So please don't <laughs> comment here. But uh, yeah. So, but the next night it was nice because they, they actually turned it down. So that was good. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. They got my tweet. <laughs> but I'm sure other people complained as well. So the next day we get up. You wake up and discover that the gym, your Pokemon gym at the Bellagio Fountains was... The main one. The main one that she'd been trying to take a second crack at since Christmas was down to a decent level. And her plan was like, oh, man, look at that. It's da 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 And I was like, okay, let's go. So we got up and got ready. Yep. But and then... Something happened where it went up another it level. It was taken over by a different team and it was higher prestige. So I was like, all right, this, well, I guess I just have to give up on it. Right. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. But that didn't happen. So we went to the Bellagio. <laughs> I wanted to get pictures of the repairing of the fire damage that for, for the damage from the fire that happened to update. Because I know Sam got some pictures. I want to see if anything had changed since then so we can keep the article fresh before it posted. And I got some pictures. 
And then I turned around to find Angie, and she's gone. And so I look up the strip, and I see her walking, and she's got her phone out. And she's looking at her phone like something is about to go down. And it was. She stops at, like, almost near the center of the fountains. She's like, this is okay, right? With excitement in her eyes. And I was really hungry, but I was like, all right, let's just, let's just do this. She's like, it'll take like 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. So she starts playing her Pokemon Go, battling that gym. I'm taking pictures of everything around, trying to get some interesting shots that, you know, I don't normally see every day. I like that one. Yeah, um, I don't normally see every day, you know, like, like how far can I zoom in to get Caesar's Palace and all the little tiny places like Hyde and Jasmine and Lago and all the places that surround the fountains. Um uh, in case an article comes up involving olives or lago or whatever, I, I have some sort of a structure to go with it. Um, I even got, well, let's get that ugly-ass truck out of the way. <laughs> Monami Gibi, uh, whatever it's pronounced, across the street. So I did, I did it right with the pictures department. You did. You got a lot done. That was fun. Not as good as the ones you took, though. Oh. I saw some of the ones that you took, and I was like, holy shit, that's epic. <laughs> so, yeah, I was basically just taking pictures all around, trying to get some different shots for you know that might come in handy on the site and whatever. Uh, and so Angie was playing Pokemon Go, uh, taking down a gym, or you, you talk about it. Okay. I don't know if there are any Pokemon players, but basically the idea is that you get Pokemon, you, you make them stronger, and then you go in and you battle these gyms. And you put your Pokemon in the gym, and you kind of own that gym until someone takes it, someone else takes it over. So I'm battling, I got my strong guy going, I'm like, go Gyrados, go, go! And uh, so eventually I get it down to... Whatever level is 115 prestige or something like that, and and I showed I showed him I'm like look look look, and he's like yeah okay I'm hungry, but he, <laughs> he watched me he watched me take it over and I got to put my uh, my Blissey in there and and then almost immediately someone else joined me from my team, so it was like yes now we got it like level two or whatever, and so I was like all right I'm this is good I'm so glad I'm excited I finally got this done and now we can go eat, so. Yep. And then we did. And then we did. So I took some special commemorative photos of Angie <laughs> and holding up her phone with yep. her character on there that that she won with. And well, no, you used a snake for it. You put the gyrados, yeah, because the Blissey holds the gym better than the gyrados does, because right. it's a hefty. It's got a lot of combat power, so it'll it'll last in the battles longer than the gyrados would. So that's why. I like that one. That's a good picture. Yeah, me got the Bellagio too. and the fountains in the back and everything. You can see my phone cool. and yep. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to touch that one up. Just That'll be okay. Brain, like yep. do a little select over yeah. here. And whatever you do, you're better <laughs> at that shit than I am. Uh, well, you know, graphic designer, so. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so we headed over to... Cosmo. Cosmopolitan. Got a casino shot from the escalator because security doesn't say shit if you're on an escalator pointing your camera down. <laughs> if you walk around with, with something out taking pictures on the floor, it's like, oh, sir, you're going to have to put that away. And, and I like that shot like this here. Thank I was looking you. at that like, wow, that's awesome. Did you know um, I was taking pictures while we were walking? Had no idea. <laughs> was concerned I saw this one because I was like, oh, we can't use it for a cover. But then I saw that one. I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, it's just pictures, folks at home. Don't worry. Picture um, of Cosmopolitan. Yeah. So got, I guess, the chandelier. We went to Egg Slut because I kept Finally. thinking of like, where are we going to eat breakfast? You know, what are we going to do? And you had the idea. Yeah, you're all like, eggs sound good. Just like eggs. And I'm all like, Egg Slut. <laughs> so we went to Egg Slut. And now that the whole opening media blitz is done the lines have died down enough to where they're decent i guess i guess depending on when you go and not outrageously wrapped around the place yeah it was still busy but not 
Yeah, not, yeah, crazy, not busy, crazy busy, where you look at the line and say, fuck it, I'm going to Holstein's. So, <laughs> but it might change. I mean, that depends when you go and whatever yeah. and what pool just let out. So we went to Egg Slut and decided to have some breakfast. And uh, that's the menu. And I got the... What did I get? The, I got the basic, your bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. I didn't get their specialty, like the the slut, which is a jar with coddled egg in it. I, I just And it's a cage-free coddled egg, which is good because when you try to eat the cage in other places, <laughs> it can really fuck up your teeth. So you definitely want to go with a, with a cage-free coddled egg. <laughs> you know, eggs deserve to be free. Wonderful wording there, guys. That's just great. Anyway, so yeah, didn't uh, didn't do the slut. I didn't do their bigger sandwich or whatever. I didn't see the point in having a cheeseburger because we were why go, go to Egg Slut for a cheeseburger? <laughs> and we were going to Gallagher's later. And we were going to go, yeah, we were going to Gallagher's later, so we didn't want to have something too heavy. But yeah, yeah. so basically had a sandwich, and it looks beautiful. That, yeah. Look at that. The bacon looks great. It's not overcooked, crispy. Nope. It's just the way I like it. The brioche bun is brioche beautiful. Bun. Brioche. Isn't that like a character who played tennis on Seinfeld? No, it's Milosh. Milosh. brioche. No. So yeah, we we you know got some pictures of it, and it looks delicious. You know, it's it's what you'd expect it to be. There's there's a mound of bacon. Yep. Uh, you know, a slice of cheese and some eggs. You know, you bite into it. It's tasty enough. I'll be honest, if you like bacon and you like eggs and you like cheese and maybe even a bun, then you'll like this. But as far as anyone's being like, oh, this is the best thing ever, it's bacon, eggs, and cheese. It's, it's, yeah, that's what it is for this sandwich. And it's, if you like bacon, egg, and cheese, you'll like it. Until it ends up on your shirt. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, something about the yolk. And the, how it's cooked. The, yes, the yolk will leak on you. So when they give no, you that little... No, it didn't leak. It... Well, for me, it leaked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you keep it in that little bag and work your way down with it. Carefully. Carefully. Um, not the, so much the big brown paper bag that it comes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. But yeah, so... Hey, mom and dad. <laughs> sp- <laughs> that... That the uh, that, that it arrives in, uh, you, you can take it out of there, but keep that little wrapper around it. You definitely want to keep the wrapper on. Uh, <laughs> we can't really just avoid this, can we? All right. Well, the store. I mean, the restaurant's called Egg Slut, so True. I mean, All right. I think we get a little bit of leeway here. So yeah, speaking of which, so you bite into this thing, and it sort of. Ej- um, it exploded all over, all over my shirt. All over your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So the yolk just splattered across your upper regions. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Like, yep. like a foghorn leghorn money shot. It just went all <laughs> over the place. And it was just like, wow, that's interesting. And you're like, oh, my goodness. And, and I looked at you and right away I said, you're going to need a new shirt. <laughs> so true it was so bad there was Love, no yeah you, you couldn't really hide it no like, you used your purse strap you did pretty yeah right, but. i was able to cover up a little bit of it and like the worst <laughs> yes. of it but i'm sure people were staring people were probably like what did you guys do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yeah you're gonna need a new shirt so after we had egg slut uh we decided to go in search of a shirt and oh that's nice i like this little 
Yes, all right, all right. So we had to go in search of a shirt. We um, got on the monorail. Oh yeah, I saw that. that yeah, that's cool. Uh, so <laughs> looking at a picture of the chandelier. Uh, so we walked through crystals, which you kind of need to do to get back onto the monorail. And we we went to. Did we take the monorail or did we go we to did. Aria Street? Oh yeah. Right. Oh. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm very oh. to the point with my pictures. No, those are mine. Oh, those are yours. Yeah. All right, you were probably too distracted by the egg on your I shirt. I was very confused. All right, so I think what happened was, and it's probably in your notes, but I think what happened was we went to look for a shirt. I think we got on the monorail. Yeah, we got on the monorail, and we took it over to the Monte Carlo, and I think we were yeah. looking for shirts there. Since the last time we were at Monte Carlo in December, a lot of the gift shops closed and or got moved. So there was like one store. Small little newsstand. Small little newsstand. We're trying to find a shirt, but they didn't have the right sizes. So we ended up at New York, New York. And I think you got a shirt there. I did. And it just says Las Vegas on it, right? Yeah. I thought you were going to get something more New York-y. Well, I know. But I found that and it was the right size. And I was like, I want to get out of this egg shirt. And like, (laughs) and it was only $18. And I don't have any Las Vegas shirts. That was my first one. So I was like, all right. Good size, good price, sold. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, we got that. Uh, we, we played slots at New York, New York. We found a 45-cent max bet machine. So insane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Angie found it, actually. Well, or did I'm we the, both find I'm it? I'm the finder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You found the machine. I noticed it was 45 cents, I think. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, this is going to last a while. Yo. So we sat there and we played We played it for a long time. Then, of course, we you know went around different places. Yep. I played different things. Oh, I found that Empire game. Empire that's got yeah. like King Kong on it and goes up and climbs up. It was pretty up. cool. Yeah. It kind of, what it does is it kind of baits you to stay there and play yep. longer so you can get King Kong up to the yeah. top. That's I knew exactly what it was doing. Yeah. 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 That's the idea of it. It's like, oh, yeah. you can't leave now. You want King Kong to get to the top, right? So, yeah. I didn't fall for it, though. So, we ended up you know, looking, walking around and seeing what else was available. Yeah. Um, sat down, had a little chit-chat. Uh, played. I think I was going to play video poker and it was just like ridiculously priced or something. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway, long story short, we go to Gallagher's to enjoy that ribeye. Uh, and of course, the ribeye was absolutely fantastic tasting oh, as it always is. So good. Wonderful. You noticed John was there. Yes. Uh, John was the waiter that served us when we went there for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Our very first trip. Yeah. And so, and, and Angie's like, is that John? Is that the guy from last time? <laughs> well, what I said was, I was like, all right. I was like, can you can you picture John from our first trip in your mind? Can you picture him right now? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, is that him? And I pointed and had Mike look so like. I was like, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. And so we were like trying to eye, you know, eye him and try to see if we can get his attention. And he would be kind of close, but kind of far at the same time. And then I think, I, think, I think we flagged him over. I think we did. Yeah, we got him over there. And we were like, and you want to tell him that. Oh, just I appreciated the service that he had given us. We still talk about it to this day. And just like he made it really enjoyable. And and uh, we just appreciated it because I was in the service industry for years. And I completely understand how that is to have that kind of a job. So, yeah. Anyway, so. And then um, and Mike's all like, what did say? Because I always say it wrong. I always say it wrong about the dessert. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of that, at the end of that meal, because he wanted to bring over the our first meal there together. Yep. Uh, back in the day, uh, I think it was like <laughs> September two, of 2015. 2015. Yeah, uh, that he wanted to bring up the their dessert menu, which lights up 
you it's know, pretty cool. It, it's pretty cool. It does it literally lights up. Yeah. Uh, and we were like, you know, we were so full, and we were just like, <laughs> we 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 can't. We're just full. There's no room. Blah, 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 blah. And he knew that we were there for our honeymoon, so he with the check he yep. shows up with this scoop of ice cream, with a little thing in it that yep. says congratulations. Mm-hmm. And he comes up to us, comes up to us, and he's got two spoons in it. Yep. And it so comes sweet. up to us, and he says. There's always room for a little ice cream, and he gives that to us, and we were just like that. And so we were like, we were like, John was already great, yeah. And then that just put him over the top. Yeah, it was like this is so nice. So and so anytime we've talked about Gallagher since yep. then or whatever, there's a, one of us always says there's always room for a little ice cream. Yep. And that's the note in the book that needs to be changed. Oh <laughs> yes, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. Okay. So yeah, so it was, it was you know it was just you know good because it was just brought back a good memory, and it was the same dude. Uh, so we didn't have John as our waiter this time, but you know we had somebody else. Sure enough, the check shows up, and as the check shows up, our new waiter brings us a scoop of that ice cream, and right next to it is sticky toffee pudding, which I had no idea they had at Gallagher's at the New York, New York. I thought it was just a Gordon Ramsay thing, you know that you know you, at, you get them at the the pub and pub and something at the Caesar's Palace and wherever else he has his name on. I'm sure they have it as dessert. Uh, sticky toffee pudding. And <laughs> it was very delicious. So good. And I got to tell you, I had sticky. I had Gordon Ramsay's sticky toffee pudding at Caesar's Palace. And I thought it was, you know, it was okay. But this one was fantastic. fantastic. So if you want sticky toffee pudding, best kept secret. Yeah. Go to Gallagher Steakhouse, get yourself a delicious meal, get steak or get seafood, wherever it is that they have. They have a lot of different things that you can have. The focus is steak, of course, but they have seafood and mm-hmm. lobster and all that stuff. We love so, the cowboy ribeye. You know, yep. yeah, cowboy ribeye is the way to go. My yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but if you want something dry aged, go to the New York Strip. Or if you want seafood, they have lobster, which means mm-hmm. basically you're going to eat butter because lobster has no <laughs> taste. I mean, maybe, maybe lobster there has taste, but yeah, anyway. So... And then for dessert, get the sticky toffee pudding. It's going to be better than whatever you've had by Gordon Ramsay, as far as sticky toffee pudding goes. It's so great. Good. And we were like, and we were surprised because we were like, because when I because I went to the bathroom real quick, I came yep. back and there it is on the plate. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And like, what is I'm like, I think it's sticky toffee pudding. And so we, what is this? And John came by and explained yep. this sticky toffee. Because I was pudding. all like, what did you do? This was not required. This is not why we flagged you down. I felt like, yeah. But he was like, well, we got to get you hooked on something else. And they did. <laughs> yep. And it was delicious. Yeah. And so he explained to us that one of the original chefs at Gallagher's in New York, New York yep. there in Vegas, had you know worked with Gordon Ramsay or whatever, and the chef was from the UK and all that, and that one of the things he introduced to the restaurant was yep. sticky toffee pudding, and so it was interesting that, that there was that yeah. Gordon Ramsay connection there, but. You know, their sticky toffee pudding was better than Gordon really Ramsay's. Good. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're, that's going to have to be our dessert. I now, think so. Next time we go. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, they, it worked. Uh, so, we got that. We ate that. It was delicious. Yep. Paid our bill. Tipped nicely. Yeah. And then we head out uh, because we were heading to the park theater. Yep. And so, we stopped off at the park for a bit. And I was meat coma. He like, absolutely I was. was. Exhausted. He I was, was just like, like yeah. <laughs> And it was great to eat that ribeye and not have any complications because, you know, from the gallbladder surgery, I was worried that eating ribeye yep. would cause a lot of digestive issues, and it did not. <laughs> so that was great. Um, I ate everything I wanted to eat on this trip with no issues whatsoever. But, yeah, so we hung out at the park, 
Um, and I just remember I was like exhausted. Yeah. And I remember before that I was wondering if I should sell back the tickets that I had purchased in January for what we were about to see next. I don't even know why I was thinking that. I think oh, I was more worried about because of the videos that you had seen. The videos on YouTube don't really do it justice yeah, because the sound quality is people's phones can't handle the sound that that the, that they're throwing at you. It's yeah. really what it is. So much sound. But yeah, so I was kind of worried. Like, oh, what if it's not so good? What if this and that? Yeah. But then I remembered my original excitement and how freaking overjoyed I was to find you out were so excited. that Hans Zimmer was going to be performing at the Park Theater. And I remember we were in Vegas, and I think yep. we saw a sign or something. I think so. And I was like, what? And I was like, maybe we could come back. And isn't that? Yep. And so, yeah, so basically I ended up buying these tickets in January. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I was like, okay, remember your original excitement. Go and see, just come on. When else are you going to do this? Tickets are already it. paid for. You're already paid yeah. for these things. Just might as well go. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to resell them. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go. So we get to the Park Theater. We get in. I thought our seats were going to be a lot further back <laughs> because the pictures make it look like, you know, their seating chart makes you look like you're fucking out in left field and you're going to be like looking into this thing. But it wasn't the case no. because the park theater is, is very intimate. Yep. And so they pointed us to our seat and they're like section 202 or 201 or C. row C, section 202, I think. Or two. Oh, that's Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I think you got the ticket. There we go. 202, C3, and three and 4, right? Yeah. So yeah. section 202, C3, and C4. And so the lady points us to our seats, and we sit down. I'm like, I look at Angie. I'm like, did she point back there or over here? <laughs> she thought she pointed here. I was like, you sure? Because I saw the light go up the stairs a little bit. Like, no, this is where it is. I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, we were in the right place. And we were C, just it's at, yeah. so close to the stage. I was like, holy crap, this is great. Of yeah. course, the pictures make it look like you're ridiculously far out. Fucking cameras, man. They just do that thing that make you look like you're far from everything. <laughs> you had a thing cameras. with cameras on this trip. I just would like a camera that sees things the way human eyes see it. Not adding distance to it and all that shit and distorting things. I just want a camera that sees things the way that human eyes do. That would well, be I great. I think they haven't come up with that technology yet. Well, they need to, you know? I mean, <laughs> we're friends with Japan for a reason. So we go to... Ah, uh, that's just a tough pudding. Yeah. All right, so we get... Oh, so good. It was delicious. All right, so we... Just, okay, so we get to the park theater. We sit down. The show is supposed to start, I think, at 7.30. Yeah. But the park theater has this way of making things start 15 minutes later because they know it's Vegas and people drag their feet. <laughs> so they probably say, get here at 7.30 because they know people are going to be 15 minutes late. So we get there and... Yeah, so we sat down. I'm like, wow, this is where we're sitting. And so the show starts. Uh, and it's it was Hans Zimmer is the composer for most of the movies that you might know. So Gladiator, The Lion King, Inception, Driving Miss Daisy, The Thin Red Line. Uh, Dark Knight. The Batman Dark Knight. Begins. Yes, Dark yep. Knight, Batman Begins. That whole Batman trilogy, not the yep. one from the 90s, the, no, recent, the one. recent one. Man of Steel. <sighs> Everything. There's just so freaking many. <laughs> There's a Spotify playlist called This Is This Is Hans Zimmer. You can listen to his hits and famous stuff and stuff in there you're not going to realize it was him. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that was Hans Zimmer. And yeah. Yeah, so it was a great show. Wonderful, uh, so good wonderful, show. Wonderful, wonderful show. Had a great time. And uh, I like your how your shots came out. Oh, thank you. More, I try to get a close-up of him. It's hard. He's all washed out. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Undertaker playing accordion, <laughs> uh, but not actually the Undertaker, but right? You know. But he looked like him a lot. Yeah. 
but yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then, like you know, uh, and every after every set, Hans Zimmer would come out and speak and say something, and then he goes back to his piano or wherever he's at. And there's this one particular part that Angie and I just sort of <laughs> fanboyed and fangirled about. So the lights go black, and out of nowhere. And we thought it was a recording, and the lights come on, and the dude is there. It's him. It's the actual dude from the Lion King soundtrack that started off the Lion King. He's there. I'm still getting chills right now. And and we're like, holy crap, it's him. It's him. And and so they did like part of that song. They went into a song called Leia Halalea, which is a song that's not on the original Lion King soundtrack, but it's on Rhythm of the Pride Lands, which was a follow-up because they had so much music yep. that they put out a second album. That song also, fun yep. fact, yep. the Lion King soundtrack and Rhythm of the Pride Lands is what birthed the idea, birthed the idea of the Lion King musical on Broadway. So cool. you'll find songs from both of those soundtrack the, albums in there. Yeah, the tune from Leia Halalela is actually This Is This uh, Is Our Land. This Land. This Land. This yes. Land from The Lion King. Yep. Yeah, but soundtrack. they expanded it in the Rhythm of the Pride Lands and yeah. gave it lyrics and oh, it's so beautiful. And it's really, really beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. And so, <laughs> yeah, so they went right into that song. And that song for us, us. Yep. is like... <sighs> It, yeah, so a long it's part of long, our history. It's part of our history. Yeah, it's what made me like her more. Oh. Uh, because back in the day, I was running an internet radio station, yada, yada, yada. And <laughs> Angie was a DJ there, yada, yada, yada. I was probably her only listener at Sometimes, that time because yeah. she just started off. And yeah. yeah, Saturdays was hard to get people. But she played that song. And that song for me, when I was like a teenager, was like, a big deal. Yeah. Because like that whole Rhythm of the Prylands album was just a way to get away from everything that was going on and sort of just go into another world yeah. other than where I was, which, so that was my musical escape, that album. So that was like, so when she played that song, of all the songs on that album, yeah. that, my favorite, and favorite, my favorite one. Yeah. And I was just like, you know this song? And, and, so, <laughs> and yeah, you're playing it right that now. That was a lot of points for her right there. Like, <laughs> No joke. So yeah, that so had no idea that they were gonna do this that one that particular song at this venue because I'm not yeah. sure how many people knew of that song or cared yeah. about. It. But yes, Lebo M and whoever he was with does it, uh, and it was just great. Uh, Pedro Estuche Estuche Estuche. I can't ever pronounce Estuche. his last name. Was it also a good surprise? He is a a, a flautist. But, celebrated Yanni flautist. <laughs> yes, he uh, he played wind instruments, many different wind instruments. He's, so not, he's not down to just one thing. And he, I first heard of him because he was touring with Yanni back in the day for the tribute album and the, and the following concerts and tours after that. And so uh, every couple of years, I check in to see, you know, hey, what's Pedro up to? You know, what's Pedro been doing? Oh, he's teaching now. Oh, he's doing this. Oh, he's doing that. And you know, he works with like charity things and stuff. So every, every once in a while, a couple of years, I'm like, how's Pedro? So doing it. So when the gladiator part happened, uh, yeah, right? It, yep. It's like the, the light. Sh- and all you see is like his hair because, I mean, that's like his his thing. So you just see, I saw we saw a light shine on him. But I didn't see his face because it was like a silhouette. And I saw his hair. And I was like, Pedro? 
and he's playing and he's playing the Duke. So it's like kind of like that. It's this really cool instrument. Beautiful. But anyway, Beautiful. so during Leah Halalea, where that one awesome like flutish kind of part yep. comes up, and he comes strutting out to the microphone. I'm like, oh shit, he goes playing this part. <laughs> so it was like, it was great because it was like Hans Zimmer standing there. Lebo M, which is the male vocalist who did a lot of the work on The Lion King, and Pedro were all like right there next to each other doing this part, yeah. and I'm, I'm just, which is like hitting each other's <laughs> arms, like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> so it was, it was just, it was just great. It was it's just so great. Good. And even when the line, oh yeah, and then they went into I think Busa or whatever, yep, yep. and the, and the, the, the end of that chorus with the Circle of Life yep. chorus, and like everybody in the audience was singing along by that time. Yeah, and it was just like, and the set ends, and everyone is just cheering and stuff. And Hans Zimmer comes out to talk, and people are still cheering. I can't do a Hans Zimmer impression. It always comes out sounding like Professor Snape. But it does. They did that right before the intermission. It was great. Oh, it was so good. It was great. He's coming back, I think, in July or whatever. I think the website is HansZimmerLive.com, or just Google Hans Zimmer Live. See it if you can. Yeah. Like, if you like, if you if like, you like music. Like, yeah, if you like music. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah, absolutely. And what they, yeah. he did with the stuff what, for most of the, the the songs that he's done on soundtracks, is he added an, an extra little rock concert feel to it. Yeah, so it was, it was really kind of cool. more than what it, it is, was in the movies. It is loud. It is loud. So just know that going into it, but it's like a good loud. It's yeah. like yeah. I thought the sound system was pretty damn pristine. Yeah. It was a great sound system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just really impressed with the overall sound. It didn't sound like anything real, like distorted or anything. Mm-mm. That bass, that bass gets really low down in those yeah. frequencies. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was just like, whoa. Uh, so, yeah. So, that show went on. I think it started at it 7, 7.45. 7.45. And we got out at like 10 minutes to 11. Yeah. And there was an intermission somewhere yeah. in the middle. I didn't even know it was going to last that long. But we saved so much money by not playing slots <laughs> in three hours. So, it was great. Uh, oh, but, yeah. It was it was so awesome. Uh, just really great. I tweeted it like in the middle of the intermission. Uh, and then Hans Zimmer Live's Twitter feed picked up on it and retweeted. So, that was cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was just so great, so great. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, excuse me. After that, oh yeah, there was the oh yeah the yeah yeah the encore happened. So they got done with whatever sets they were doing. Good night, everybody. Blah blah blah. I can't. I can't. It sounds like Snape, but that's okay. We get the we get the idea. Yeah. So uh, you know, and and curtains drop, whatever, and everyone's standing there cheering, except for people who didn't understand what an encore was. So people (laughs) never. Knew yeah. what an encore was, gets up and starts leaving. Oh, I know it's fake boobs and, and her friend oh, didn't yeah, come they back. Did, they after, didn't come after, back. Yeah, yeah. Him and his escort, <laughs> fake boobs. Like, so fake. But anyway, like, ridiculously fake. Like, okay, anyway, just, yeah. Anyway, so so everyone's there cheering, you know, and, you know, and, and then they come out and do an encore, which was awesome. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's, like, losing their shit. They do songs from Inception. So they did Mombasa. Oh. They did... The dream is collapsing. And then, of course, they ended with Time, which is, like, one of my favorite songs on the Inception soundtrack. And it was just, yeah, there was a bit of a moment there. Because yeah. it starts off very peaceful, and it's, like, you know, one chord on the piano, and then it moves up to another part. So it starts off, and then by the second chord, and a lot of us are like, <laughs> just couldn't hold it in anymore. <laughs> and he just, like, looks out at the audience, like, <laughs> 
and just nods his head and smiles like mm. Mm. and i'm like sorry <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so the encore was great. It was amazing. So oh. we left there. We probably headed back to uh, Monte Carlo. We went to Aria. Oh to yeah, we went to Aria. We went to Jean Philippe because Big Az Marty, I think it was, tipped me off to the fact that there is good gelato at Jean Philippe at Aria. I didn't know that Jean Philippe even did gelato because I don't recall seeing it at Bellagio. Mm-hmm. So we went there. Aria was very loud. Uh, yeah. It was there was a lot going on that night, but it was just like very freaking loud. Anyway, yeah. we went to and we Aria. had just had that big concert, so we, our yeah. heads were kind of full. Yeah, so it was like <laughs> we don't want any more noise for a while. I know I didn't. Yeah. So we went to Jean Philippe. You found out that bottles of water there don't cost eight dollars like they do at the Bellagio because they were Aria water and not both not Jean Philippe water. Yeah. So we went. So we got water. We got gelato. The gelato was very good. Yes, definitely. Uh, we walked over to the tram. Got back to the Bellagio. Um, we probably considered playing something. I'm not sure if we did or not. I know we thought about playing with Sunday again, but people were already playing with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the last day. Wait. Was there anything else? Da, 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 da. Let me double check here. My little notes. Yeah, I thought about playing. Okay. Yeah. So the last day we wake up, it's checkout day. Uh, we were scheduled to meet up with Michael <laughs> James and his wife and at Rum Runners for breakfast at Badger Cafe, which is attached to Rum Runners. Uh, so we're getting ready, get a text from Michael that he has flight left late. But Michael James is one of those guys that even if his plane shows up two hours later, he'll still be almost on time. He's re- <laughs> he is ridiculously fast. I wish I, I had that gift. I never, I, I, I didn't, like, when I meet someone for the first time, like, I'm, I'm used to, like, you know, his writing. I, but up till then, I never heard his voice, you know, like, actual physical voice. So now the head, the voice that I have for him in my head is ruined because <laughs> the, the, the voice I had for him isn't, doesn't sound like him at all. So, and that's what always happens when I met Bonnie for the first time. Oh, she doesn't sound like the voice that my head gave her. When I heard Scott's podcast for the first time, oh, he doesn't sound like the voice that my head gave him. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's weird. So Matt Michael James, and he's just like, he's got the just got to Vegas, you know, vibe going on. Yeah. He's like, hey, what's going on? This is yeah. Let me run outside and grab the Matrix. Pew, pew, you know, and it like shows the plans. And, and we're talking with him and his wife. And had breakfast at Badger Cafe, and I really didn't eat enough because everybody eats a lot faster than I do. But we, you and I had to get over to Paris. Yep. So you know, we hung out with them for a while. It was great to meet them in person. Badger uh, Cafe has good food. Good food. Teeny, tiny, tiny little place. Like seven seats. Yeah, but, it, was a, yeah it was a small place. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was seven seats. Uh, there was one, four. Two, three, four. There was another four. four. There was two over there. And then there was a, a, there was a bunch of like fours here. Maybe 18... Less oh, than I don't. I don't mean. I mean like tables. Oh, okay. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and then the and then the thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I thought you meant like seven seats. Oh no, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, it's a small place. Um, you know, it's part of Vegas I don't normally see, but I mean the food was the food was good. Uh, you know, good, tasty. Uh, not you know extravagant anything over there really, but the waffles were those that oh, French ap- toast. French toast with apple topping. Oh, and you had so that good. and it was yummy. Yeah, I had so good. Like three eggs. I had the farmer's special, which I think was yeah three eggs. I got them sunny side because I like some yolk. Uh, it's not not on my shirt, shirt though. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, the hamburger steak and I guess some cold no, some home fry no, no. hash browns. <laughs> 
at home fries. Uh, and it was good. Uh, coffee, of course. And, you know, sat there and just had a good time. Nice little chit-chat and yeah. seeing what everybody was, you know, had Very planned. Nice and then uh, they were kind enough enough to drop us yes. off at, at the Paris. The Paris. At the Paris. Paris. <laughs> Las Vegas. So that was cool. Uh, so we got to hang out with them some more. And uh, it was fun. It's it interesting to drive around Vegas. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one day. We'll, no, nah, I'm not going to rent a car and drive there. It's <laughs> insane. But yeah, the Badger Cafe is called. It was very good. And uh, Michael James brought us into Rum Runners. Because so we have an article on it, but I've never seen it uh, in person. So it was you know, your typical sports bar. Well, not even typical. It was kind of it was, it was kind of like a... Very a, Midwestern. Very Midwestern locals bar. Yeah. Sports themed, though, with with a, a definite affection for the Packers. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, good stuff. So we headed over. So we ended up at Paris, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we found this social gaming thing, uh, skill-based skill game yeah. with that little poker game. And Vital Vegas had an had a article on this. And it was over at, I think, Planet Hollywood at the time. And now they're moving them. Now these are at Link as well. So they're at Planet Hollywood. Sense. Just that whole stretch of Caesars properties on that side of the strip. You're going to find these and probably across the Caesars Palace as well. Where the millennials are. Where the millennials are or whatever the case is. So we decided to go to experiment to see how this goes. I, I put in five. Angie put in five. I ended up a total of putting in ten, though. Yeah. You, yeah. And then you ended another five later on because I kept winning. <laughs> and then when the... And it's basically, they give you two cards of a poker hand, and then you have to try to, there's a sort of a community stack of cards in the middle, and if you see a card come up that you like, you try to get it. If you know what the cards your teammates are looking for, I think we said it seems like a game of Go mm-hmm. Fish. Yep. Yeah. Very so, much so. Yeah. Basically. So basically, maybe cover up your cards or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how you would do that. So but. <laughs> that someone doesn't try to play against you. But yeah, so long story short. I think I won just about every hand, or maybe you I don't did. remember. No, I, I did. didn't win a single one. Yeah. So between the fifteen bucks that we pulled, that we put into it, I think I came out of it with ten dollars and sixty-two yep. cents. Which is just what Scott was saying. Yeah. So yeah. and it, it would do a kitty or whatever it was to see how much the the pot would be, and it kept, oh, yeah. it kept picking three bucks, so that you were playing for three bucks or whatever the case was. And I think you, that's directly relative to how much you put in and how many people are playing. Yeah. 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 So it pretends it's random, but yeah, but it isn't. No. And so, yeah, so basically you put in 15, you leave with 10, so that way, like yeah. Scott was telling us, you know, the gambling gets their half and whoever else gets their half or yeah. their portion. So it's, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, put in more money and leave with less than you came with. That's Unless you're playing against someone else. What they all that do. That is not in your group. Yeah, because if, if we weren't playing together. Yeah. Because we knew that we were going to like, all right, where are we going to put in? We're both going to leave with and split. Yep, yep. So... Yeah, and so for us, we put in fifteen and came out with ten sixty-two. Yeah, if you're playing against other people, and you know, then yeah, yeah, it might do all right. You know, so but yeah, yeah it's it's you know, it's it takes your money slowly but surely as it's all designed to do. <laughs> and so we walked around Paris for a bit, and we took uh, we took pictures, and then we went to the Eiffel Tower experience, and we what did we do? Yeah, we walked across that bridge. Pretty. It is pretty. I you like Paris. Got some shots of the casino from above. Yep. I got nice. some for you because you knew you needed nice. some. <laughs> uh, so we get to the top of the Eiffel Tower and we start taking some pictures. Uh, the Eiffel Tower was, I think it was like 1750. 1750. We, we had a two for one thing that came with our coupon book that we got from the Flamingo. And I knew that was one of the things that we had planned. Yep. So I looked at the coupon book. was like, oh, hey, look at this. Two for one. Yeah. So we did Good that. Deal. And if I handed in my total rewards card, probably would have gotten another two bucks off. Oh. But yeah. forgot. 
Uh, always forget I have that thing. <laughs> Are I, they the ones that refuse to punch it for you? No, that was MGM, and that uh, was like in 2009. Oh, okay. <laughs> so That's an old story. Way to remember, though, bringing well, back yeah. some memories there. <laughs> so yeah, we and we you know we took some pictures. Angie was using her awesome lenses for My the iPhone. Allo clips. clips. Finally got the good ones the, again. Yeah, the good ones. Yeah, not those cheapy Amazon ones. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't Amazon though. It was, yeah, it was some other brand. company. Yeah. We used them in December, and then we found out that they were not so great. Yeah, but these are spectacular. It's Have you looked at these full screen, all my pictures? Very quickly, because okay. I had to flip a lot of them over. Okay. Um, I was worried that some were blurry, but I haven't looked at them closely either. Yeah, so spectacular strip shots we can use for all sorts of shit at Vegas Bright, <laughs> uh, because we, we tried to go with original pictures as much as we can. So, uh, oh, too uh, far. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, anyway, we got the only Eiffel Tower experience. Uh, it's, it's it's like the high roller, only you're stationary and you're much closer to the strip. Yeah. So, think of it that way. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll do this at night as well to mm-hmm. get some shots from there. Um, and then it was like... <gasps> oh, that picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. I I'm like glad it. I did that. Yeah. We got a shot looking like straight down at like the street from the Eiffel Tower experience and it's kind of scary. <laughs> it's kind of dizzying a little bit. So but it's good though. It's we good get one. done with that and I guess we <gasps> you played around one. some more at Paris. What we did at Paris. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Weird. Okay. Huh. I guess I didn't really take. Oh, I couldn't take pictures. Remember? All right. So. We played some more at Paris. I I won some like 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 that ended up being eighty bucks. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh, we had this thing before we went to the Eiffel Tower experience that we would community game the slot machines. Oh yeah, from what we got from the other one. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah, the video poker. Yeah. The, well, not video poker, but the skill based game one. Yep. So that we would we would we took the money and we said we're just going to split whatever we win and we're going to play a bunch of machines we don't normally play and. It, you know, that's where it's the casino's money. So we put in money and we would play, you know, to take a few spins and just see what it's like. And if we won something cool, we cash out and go to another machine and so on and so forth. So we can experience all these different slot machines without it costing fun. us any money. And if we and we took turns spinning the reel so that, you know, and we just said whoever, you know, if a jackpot happens, we split it. Yeah. You know, or bonus that we just split it, you know, and that's why there's no lawsuits or any shit like that. What? <laughs> Lawsuits. There was a lawsuit. Some dude and some chick were playing, and it was with his money. But she oh. hit the button, and according to the law, since she hit the button, it was it was her oh. win. It was some weird weird loophole thing. So that's why we just said no. yeah yeah, yeah. whatever we went. So I was ridiculously hungry. Yeah, because I didn't eat enough breakfast apparently, and so I was just like, I need to eat right now. Happened again. So I should probably see a doctor. And uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so we went to Wahlburgers and they told us it was a 30-minute wait. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, thanks. And we walked away. Spotted Giordano's. (coughs) Scott warned us about this. And he's got an article about it as well. So, But I took it as, okay, don't get the regular. Yeah. And don't just get cheese. Yeah. You know, get like a good amount of toppings and make it filling. So we get to Giordano's uh, and we... Find the upstairs one, not the one that's in the middle of the promenade. Um, not the promenade, but the... Uh, Grand Bazaar Shops. Yeah, Grand Bazaar Shops. So we get up there. They tell us it's going to take an hour to make a pizza. And then we're like, that's some bullshit right there. So we decided <laughs> But that to go, was the deep dish. Deep dish takes an hour to make. Which and we're it is not. Anyway. It is yeah. not worth your time, by the way. So <laughs> it just isn't. And so then we, so we decided on a thin crust. It'll take like only a half an hour. We As got opposed them, to the what, crispy? 
I think. Sorry. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It was like the mid-tier pizza or whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to call it. And so we got potato fritters or something yeah. as an appetizer. Uh, yeah, we got potato fritters as an appetizer. And those were really good. Really like those. Be careful because there's metal forks. And if you stick your fork in there too much and you take a bite of your critter, you're biting into your fork. So you don't want to do that. Did you say your critter? Is that critter? <laughs> your fritters. You take a bite of your critter. Don't take a don't take a bite of your critter. If you take a bite of the fritter, you might bite into your fork. So be careful. But they were kind of hot for finger food, yeah. so I used a fork and yeah. the side of ranch. I think yeah. those are very tasty. Uh, yes, yeah, the stuff in it. Spinach apparently there's a little oh, bit of spinach yeah. in there, which I wasn't a fan of, but everything else tasted delicious. Nice views from the place. Very well done. And then the pizza shows up. And that's unfortunate. So they, they <laughs> instead of doing, you know, triangular slices, they do that thing where they cut it into fucking squares. And it, that's just annoying to me. But whatever. It's Giordano's. Chicago pizza. So, you know. But we were smart enough to make sure we got things with a, got it with a lot of toppings. So we got it with a lot of <laughs> toppings to help make it more filling. And, it you know, it's adequate. Yeah. I, I don't understand how cheese can be bland. Yeah, the cheese didn't really have any taste to it. Palio string cheese has taste to it, and this cheese did not. Yeah. But the, the, the cross- servers kept apologizing. Hi, yeah. can I take your order? We're so sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was the entire time. And that, it was like, Giordano's, we're sorry. That's basically, she kept apologizing for everything yeah. that she did, and we're like, it's all right. Just- yeah, she was really nice, but it was like, okay, we here's, even- here's your soda. We're really sorry. Like, okay, here's uh- your pizza. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> what and it was just like she kept apologizing for everything she did i don't know why yeah i don't know i don't know, I don't know. They, she must have heard a lot of crap from people who who've eaten there but it <laughs> wasn't that bad I mean, yeah but again I mean, it was okay it was adequate yeah we didn't do the deep dish and just cheese we went with the uh, thinner crust and more toppings to make it adequate <laughs> <laughs> it, and it was adequate yeah so comparing this to pizza rock go to pizza rock pizza rock I haven't tried Secret Pizza at Cosmopolitan yet. I think I might be trying that next month as a 360 Vegas vacation for things. See what the big hoopla is about about that pizza. But yeah, if you had to choose between Giordano's and Pizza Rock, go to Pizza Rock. <laughs> um, they tried though. I mean, you know, they sure did. You know, bless them. But yeah, it's yeah. <sighs> so after that, we ate and we left. Uh, yeah, so we left. Yeah, we got pictures. Oh, something else happened to Angie at the Flamingo. <laughs> yeah, so we made it back to the Flamingo. Uh, Flamingo, I can't talk. Um, decided to play at Bugsy's Bar a little bit. A little bit of uh, video poker. Uh, did I play Kino? I think. No, I couldn't. I don't remember. Anyway, playing that. I got a little bored. Um, so I went and found some hot shots. First machine had no sound. I was like, I'm not putting my money in to not hear anything. So I got up, moved over one seat. Played, I think, two, I did two spins on the second one, $158.67. I won the Diamond Line jackpot, and it was amazing. Yup. <laughs> and then I won a little bit more, too, to make it the 158 and so that was pretty exciting. I was so, I did pretty good this trip. Yeah. 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 I, I just wish that you did. Yeah. Good. I yeah. wish I liked you, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. So... <laughs> 
Yeah, I, on the other hand, was sitting at Bugsy's bar and playing video poker for a good portion of that time. Yep. Um, had the fruit punch. Yeah, I got introduced to that this time. So, see, it's pretty good. It's right? really tasty. Oh. I thought it was going to be like Kool-Aid, but it's not. No, they just like whip up some, I guess some like, not seltzer, but like some sparkling mm-hmm. whatever water and they put yep. fruit juices in there and it's tasty. So it's just like... A couple of cherries. A couple nice. of cherries. It's really good. Like, we know, did that at uh, Main Street too. Yeah, Main I mean, I don't, I don't really drink much. I know a lot of people are like, you're supposed to like have beer and alcohol with your stuff and blah, blah, blah. But I just I don't especially not during the day. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a day drinker. <laughs> especially with so, how hot it is there. Yeah. At times. I, it's yeah. just I've done that once and I was just regretted it. So I just yeah. typically avoid alcohol during the daytime. But I do my drinking in the evening time. When I'm in Las Vegas. It's nice. a Dean Martin rat pack thing. Nice. Um <laughs> Yeah, so there's that. Uh but did when we were at Pizza Rock with Scott have of course, a captain and diet because you just have to. Just <laughs> well, I had vanilla vodka and coke, vodka but you know. And, yeah, but I had captain and diet. You just gotta, you know, it's, it's for the respect. And it's it's tasty. It's good stuff. Hey, I still I respect. What so, are we respecting? I don't know. Okay. Scott. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect you, Scott. <laughs> so we get to the airport. I think I got footage of the electronic. Oh yeah. People who assist you with where to That's go. That's a pretty cool thing. That and they with, have now. it's nice technology, and I'm going to be having an article about that. Uh, but yeah, at this point, the pictures were just at the airport now. Angie, Angie had the rainbow bright thing. No, the unicorn frappuccino. The unicorn frappuccino, which was Ugh, lame. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. I tend to be a Starbucks apologist, but for this, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, and then we left. And we took off over the strip. Yeah, I took like 500,000 pictures. Okay, maybe not that many, but... Yeah, a bunch of pictures. So that was... That was it. That was our Vegas trip. That was all the stuff we did. Uh, any? What did we learn from this trip? We learned that slot machines that have no sound are not worth your time or money. Yep. So you spin it once. If you hear nothing, get up and move on to another machine. Yep. Um, oh. We've learned that luck favors Angie more oh. than luck favors me when we're playing together. Uh, but that's okay. That's fine. Don't get hangry. I'm yeah. Don't get hangry. If yeah. you could avoid that, do yeah. Because if you get hangry, you're gonna end up with either chicken or cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Not both. Not both. If you go to if you go to Carlos and Charlie's. Yep. So yeah, yep. that's good. Or you might end up with bad pizza because you're just like yeah. this is available. Yeah. Uh yeah. So okay. Um, We've learned that there is a forty-five cent max bet slot machine at the New York, at New, the New York, York, New York, and a sixty cent max bet slot machine at the D. Even though there are people who will tell you they don't exist. Yeah, we've learned that there is delicious gelato to be had. Yes, at Jean Philippe at Aria, and we might and, have also yes. learned that they have gelato. At the Jean-Philippe at Bellagio, because yes. it looked like there were some spots for it when we walked by. However, the one at Bellagio, you know, they, they closes at like 10, 11 yeah. o'clock. And yeah. the one at Aria is open 24 hours. So that's so, pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's see. We learned that Gallagher's is still a winner. Still a winner. 10 of 10 would recommend. Great steak and sticky toffee pudding. Yep. So, yep. spotted dick. I just had to <laughs> well, say no, that. No, we didn't have that, but. No, we didn't. But there's this commercial yeah. for the F word, which is his new series, and yeah, because we, yeah, this is, 
you left out one spotted dick yeah, it was just funny all right so and what else let's see what else have we learned uh we learned to, to be very careful when biting into your to your egg slut bacon yes. egg and cheese sandwich because that yolk might pop all over your shirt yep and that is very leaky and you want to eat it with a wrapper on yes yes um um, the flamingo room is still amazing. Yep, still good, good, good room, good view. However, yep. if Dre's forgets to turn off their day club sound system, and the DJs are screaming over the music, you will f- fucking be pissed and, <laughs> and not, not get very much sleep. and not fall asleep till four in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did we learn? Let's see. Lift is still great. Lift is yes, very good. We we had fun drivers each time. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Angie might get blacklisted for not forgetting to close out her tabs. I don't think they, <laughs> on the left. I, I, I don't think it affects them. I think it just I takes a not. while for their ratings or rankings to come in. Okay, good. If you happen upon a Starbucks that sells that that unicorn thing, no, it's over. Oh, good. They mix milk with sour, and it's just not a good idea. Yeah. What else did we learn? I think that was everything. I think so too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Hans Zimmer show is amazing. Hans Zimmer live is is amazing. Yes. Go see it if you like music. Yes. And if you like sexy things, there's this chick that plays the electric violin. Oh. That looks like she's dry humping her electric violin, <laughs> and I don't know why. I mean, I know they want to put some flair into it, but it just seemed weird. It's like it wasn't necessary. It's more annoying than anything. Um... She was great. I mean, she played great, but I mean, it just really, really... It was unnecessary. It was really... It's Hans Zimmer. It's not Zumanity. Uh, let's see. I think that's everything. I think that's it. Yeah? Overall, good trip. Overall, good trip. Is it time to go back yet? No. For me? No. Not, 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 not yet. Not, not for not you. Yet. No. No. No, no. And it's gone. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it. Hope you enjoyed this. This is a special trip report edition of the Vegas Bright podcast. Uh, we will be back to doing the regular stuff, uh, news wrap ups, and things like that. I think an interview. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll handle all that in the shout outs. We'll be back after this. VegasBrights.com. All your Vegasy things, no resort fees. And we hope you enjoyed our special two-parter edition, two-hour edition of the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode 34, the April Trip Report. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. And if you still managed to get this far, I wow, you, you win. You, you just win. You win in podcast listening. You peop, Some people only have a tolerance for 30 minutes. Uh, some people can just go up to 45 You've made it like almost two hours. You win. You win podcast listening. If there, I can make an award for you, I would. And I would I would give it to you. We'd play the national anthem regardless of whatever country you're listening in. I was able to check out some analytics and found out this podcast gets listeners not just in the United States but around the world. And that is awesome. Um, and I didn't know that until I started, you know, I paid for the upgrade to get better statistics. So hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> around the world anyways we are wrapping this podcast up wrapping up this episode two quick things we're having an author for a day challenge which is going to be announced on wednesday uh about your local casino we want to know what your local casino is like uh it's a, it's it's a bit outside of vegas but it probably gives you a bit of a vegas fix between trips and we want to hear about it 
Full details Wednesday. Look for the article, New Author for a Day Challenge, Your Local Casino. You guys are hearing about it first before it's even on the website. Unless you're listening to this after Wednesday, then, you know, yeah. So all the details are there. That being said, time to do shout outs. I want to wrap everything up real quick. Uh, to Scott from Vital Vegas at VitalVegas.com. It was great hanging out with you again, bro. Uh, good stuff. I, listen, for those who are listening to this podcast, if you never listened to the Vital Vegas podcast, you should. His episode last week, he went for an hour without any filler to fill up the time. I can't do that. I have to do like Vegas gone by and to like fill it up with time because I can't keep, you know, the, the conversation with myself going. He can. He's He's extraordinarily talented. Check out his podcast if you haven't. You really, really, really should. Uh, Mark Meltzer at edgevegas.com. Just want to give a shout out to Mark. I will see you at the end of May at 360 Vegas Vacation 4. I know we didn't get, we didn't get to hang out this time, and I was I had a very short trip. We're going to do this. We're going to do this thing in May with the 360 Vegas Vacation podcast, and I'm going to be there. For those who are listening, the 360 Vegas Vacation 4 uh, is being run by the folks at 360 Vegas Podcast. Uh, it's happening at the end of May. Go to 360vegaspodcast.com. Click on the link for Vegas Vacation 4. Uh, there's, you know, it's a, all the listeners are going to be there for their podcast, but also other podcasters are there as well, including myself, including uh, Scott from Vital Vegas. Uh, Chris from Faces and Naces is going to be there. Um, I believe Jason Gilligan from the Vice Lounge Online podcast will be there as well. Um uh, I, uh, Mark Duvall and Dr. Mike are going to be there, or maybe it's just one of them. I'm forgetting. I'm not sure if the Tipping the Odds folks are coming. I haven't heard that they are. Cousin Vito is going to be there. Uh, and also Mark Meltzer, even though he doesn't have a podcast, he's there too. Uh, also, if, if you want, uh, who, uh, who from Vegas Bright is going to be there besides me? I think Bonnie for, I mean, Blonde Forever. Her name is Bonnie Farina. Everyone knows who she is. She's awesome. Uh, but her name at Vegas Bright is Bond Forever. Uh, anyway, so did I just out her? I mean, her name gets mentioned on the Vital Vegas podcast, and it's not a big deal. But anyway, yeah, so, I mean, Blonde Forever is going to be there if you want to meet her. So she's there, too. Uh, she's coming into town, I found out. So, yeah, there's a bunch of us going to be there. And if, 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 if you're going to be in Vegas at the end of May or you want to make plans to be in Vegas for the end of May, go to 360 Vegas Vacation. I'm sorry, go to 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the Vegas Vacation Forward link for all the details. Back to the shout-outs. To Adam from Vegas Fanboy Podcast, check him out at vegasfanboy.com and enjoy him while you can because he is gone in August. Uh, To Chris at Faces and Aces LV Podcast, check him out at facesandacesLV.com. Great podcast. He just did an interview with some burlesque dancers. He's got a really unique take when it comes to Vegas podcasts, and you should check him out. To Mark, Karen, and Tony, the 360 Vegas podcast at 360vegaspodcast.com. Go check them out. I mentioned them just a bunch of times just now. Check them out. Uh, speaking of Tony, you can a shout out to him as well as his co-host Jason for the Vice Lounge online podcast. So check them out. To Mark Duvall and Dr. Mike at You Can Bet on That Gambling Podcast. Be sure to check them out at youcanbetonthat.com. See Mitch and Dr. Kev at Tipping the Odds Las Vegas. Shout out to them. You can check them out at tippingtheoddslasvegas.com. Check out their podcast. Let's see, uh, Cousin Vito, hey, Cousin Vito, what's going on? Try Italian over there. Cousin Vito at Cousin Vito's podcast. You can check him out at CousinVitosCasino.com uh, as well. Some shout-outs to random people. 
to Phil States, A. Feliz, Todd Gaddis, Gaddis, Gaddis or Gaddis, I think it's Gaddis, I could be wrong, Chris Moore, wow, Sean DeWitt, Mitchell, I, I think his name is Longbottom or Lead, Lead Beard or whatever his last name is. It's an interesting last name. It's probably not Longbottom. I'm thinking of somebody from Harry Potter. Oh, oh yeah. Raising Las Vegas, Christina. Shout out to her. She's going to be a guest right here on the podcast talking about Healthy Eats on the Strip and downtown. So yeah, to all you guys. And of course, I cannot forget the wonderful, very amazing and excellent people we have at VegasBright.com. Listen, let me tell you. Vegas Bright wouldn't be anything without the other writers. It would just be me. Vegas Bright really is nothing without everyone who makes Vegas Bright what it is. It's a team thing. I'm the editor, so I edit articles, and I, and I write a couple of articles here and there, but it really is the team that make it what it is. That being said, to Greg C. Blonde Forever, Big A.Z. Marty, to Paper Poster, Michael James. Oh, yeah, yeah, met Michael James. That was fun. Oh, wait, we talked about that in the podcast already, right? Okay, uh, Michael James, it was good finally meeting you, man. Really good meeting you. Kelly Lamrock, Sam Monsieur, Genadius, Fisherman, Matty Ice, Sailor Dude, Michelle De Palma, George Adams. I'm Michael Movestro. Thank you for tuning in to the Vegas Bright Podcast. Our next episode will be shorter, I promise. And until next time, stay Vegas and stay bright.